0: Welcome back. It's Joe with the Be A Better Vendor podcast. And today we're finishing up our three-part series on building momentum. Now, we started the series by talking about building momentum as you start your vending business and all of the different ways you can make an impact as you strive to find your first locations and earn your first revenues. Last time, we talked about using momentum to maintain your business and gain efficiency, how we can operationalize what we're doing, how we can get really laser focused on spending our time wisely, how we can remove uh, some of what's on our plate by being good enough at the business to negate having to do those repetitive things and also ways to stack things that are on our plate so that ultimately between the removing and the stacking, we've got more space on the plate we've got uh, an opportunity to expand. And my business, Happy Camper, is actually going through this right now. We have had our business for some time. We have uh, gone through some struggles with it. We've figured out ways to do things better. We've operationalized what we do. And we've come out with uh, a new program that's working really well. We're really operationally focused. It takes up very little amount of our weekly time. And my wife and I had a conversation the other day where we were Had a a rare evening without the two kiddos. And we said, you know what? Let's grow this a little bit more. We like what we're doing here. This is a good feeling. This is something fun that we all get to do. Uh, Let's go and grow. So growing can be really simple if you give your chance to build momentum the right way. And I look at it this way. Right. So when you start your business and you find good locations and you operationalize and you get really good at taking care of those locations, at some point, you've got to think that they really like you and you should be continually soliciting feedback to make sure that's the case. A handshake and a high five while you're on location is always helpful, but making sure you're always meeting up and checking with and ensuring that the business managers you work with are really happy with your services is, is really important. I do surveys quite often. I do straw polls uh, next to my machine so that people can fill it out just real quick or, or mark what they're thinking. But numbers of that reflect appreciation are really important to me because when it's time to grow, I want to grow using the route that I already have because I found that my best locations are going to be able to refer me to other really great locations because in their industry or in their business, they work with other companies that are probably fairly like-minded and reasonable companies that are growing and doing very well and treat people with respect typically don't work with the sleazy people you don't want to be involved with or the companies that are going under. So it's healthy once you find a good route to solicit them for referrals. So I almost entirely grow my route from from referrals, and I do that in a couple ways. Uh, one, I continue to solicit feedback and make sure that all of my locations are at all times the most happy they can be. And by the way, while I'm doing that, this is another way I grow. When they're really happy and there are services in the building I can provide that I'm not yet, I ask for that sale. I'll ask, uh, hey, location. I am glad that you love my coffee service and I'm glad that you love my bulk snack machine that, or, you know, where we're doing a charitable donation. Every time you, you put a quarter in there, that's all great. I see you've got snack and drink service over in your break room as well. Gosh, did you know that I can do that now? I, I would love the opportunity to really expand and provide you the best to break room you can have from my business. That's the first way I grow. I kick out the other vendors. I remove the other service providers, where I introduce them to other products that I would like to introduce them to. Uh, maybe they didn't know that uh, you know they they have a well, they'll know they have a lot of people that work there that maybe they've got a lot of folks that really like uh, the energy shots as an alternative to coffee. I actually have energy shot vending stations that only distribute like Five Hour Energies and Hangover Joes and all those types of little shot bottles that. My wife and I drink a lot of. It's probably one of the reasons we got into that in the first place was so that we could buy in bulk and have a whole bunch of them around the house. Because to keep up with my two boys, you need more than five hours of energy. You need 10 or 15 or 20. But I grow the first way by using the momentum I have, quite frankly, earned by taking good care of my locations. And, you know, if you're not taking good care of your locations, they're not going to give you referrals or they're not going to be willing to let you take over other parts of their business. So you've got to make sure you're soliciting feedback at all times, that you're asking them how you can do a better job. And when you have the capital to invest in more equipment, or you find yourself with more equipment, maybe moving from a location that doesn't perform, you're ready to ask for that additional trust to earn more equipment from those locations. I have one location. I have nine pieces of equipment. I start with one. And over time, I've just removed vendor after vendor after vendor now I'm the break room guy. I do coffee. I do water. I do snacks. I do drinks. I do sandwiches. I, on and on and on and on and on. And I've only gotten there by growing uh, w- with the relationship and growing the business by making sure that I'm taking care of them and that I'm using the positive energy. And when we have those feel good moments and they just really love me, I'm asking how they can help me out. And if they don't have room to grow inside their own break room, I ask them how to give me other referrals. And One of the things that's most important in the vending business as a whole is making sure you're always very clear and you're very specific. So for example, I do coffee service. My coffee service is fantastic for between 50 and 150 people. I have a couple different types of machines based on the need to service different sizes. So I don't put the same machine in a location with 150 people as I do one that has 35. I have different machines that tailor to the location. So if I am willing to just go buy equipment, I will be as specific with the number of people I'm looking for. But let's say I have one of those smaller machines. I'm going to tell my locations I'm currently in that, hey, I'm growing and I really appreciate your service. And you guys are fantastic. You do a really great job of letting me do a really great job for you. And I think we really, really like each other. And I'm really glad that we're able to build this relationship and this partnership between our businesses. And, you know, I have some equipment that I'm looking to place would you happen to know of any businesses in the area you could give me a warm referral to that have around, say, 35 to 40 people? And, hey, here's a, here's a one-page flyer so you can see what that machine looks like. Would you do that for me? And they may not have someone right away, but by giving them the information, the little one-page flyer that I've gotten worked up when I was building momentum at the start of my business, getting all that collateral done, I can leave it with them and they'll see it and they'll look at it and they will eventually find a good referral for me. And when they do, by the way, I reward that person. I reward that business with extra surprises, with discounts, with ways to show my appreciation because they're taking an additional leap of faith in referencing what I can do and suggesting it to someone they already know and like. And you know, we don't always do that so easily. So I've got to show my appreciation. Um, to those people for giving me that really good referral. So if I know the type of equipment that I have, I'm being very specific. I'm using my elevator speech to let people know that I have a, a certain type of a machine and it's it going to work really well in this size of a location or this type of a location. Would you know someone? And I don't like to put people on the spot. I I give them the information. I say if you happen to think of someone in the next couple of days, just shoot me a quick email or give me a text or a call, whatever you're comfortable with, or just tell me next time I'm by. I'll be buying in a couple of days anyway because. I build your break room. I'm here. You know, I'm part of your team. It's not like you're never going to see me again. So I give them some time to think. And typically when I give them time to think, they come up with great referrals. Uh, I got a fantastic referral from a friend who owns a business downtown. I visit them down there all the time. Uh, I provide vending services for them as part of my route. And, and I'd ask them for recommendations. And she took a couple of days to think about it. And she came back with, hey, by the way, um, my neighbor's sister happens to be the head of HR at Blah Blah Company. Oh, and by the way, uh, I saw her and I mentioned you and they're actually looking for better services right now. They're moving or they're expanding or they're growing or they're just tired of what they've got. Would you like to go in there and talk to them? And that's how I get my referrals. That's how I build momentum by, quite frankly, having fun, taking care of the locations that I have, making sure they're always happy, being very adamant about knowing how they feel all the time and then using that... Uh, invested energy I've put in with them to ask for referrals and then guide them in the referral process so that they can give me a good referral. Because a bad referral is never good. It's embarrassing for the person that gave it when it doesn't work out. And it's a nightmare to have to turn down. And you can bet that if someone gives you a bad referral because you weren't specific or you weren't direct or you didn't do a good job of explaining what you're looking for, it's going to be hard to get another referral from them they're just not going to be comfortable with. It. They don't want to be embarrassed again. And you probably don't want to be embarrassed either. So make it easy on them. Tell people exactly what they're looking for. Be very specific about the type of equipment and then, you know, give them feedback, let them know how the referral goes, how, how the conversation is going, uh, what you're doing, and then always think and reward. Even if the thing doesn't work out, even if the conversation uh, stops without you moving forward with providing any additional services, Just let them know that you really appreciate the time and let them know how it ended so they're not left hanging out in the wind and they don't uh, not understand what happened next time they they run into that person. The last thing I'm gonna say about using momentum to grow your business is being very aggressive about how you respond and how quickly you respond to people. When you take the time to either ask for referrals or if you spend some money advertising or with a locating service, whatever you're doing to get the opportunity to talk with someone, you've got to buckle down and be aggressive about getting back to them. Our business is built on the ability to take care of people's needs and in most cases anticipate what they need before they even know they need it. I have seen and I've heard plenty of stories where someone will go online, find a vending company's website. They've taken the time to look them up. It looks like you like them and then you request service or you request more information from them and you don't hear from them for a couple days or a couple weeks. When I get a contact from someone, especially someone interested in working with my vending business, I set aside everything else to respond to them. Even if it's just pulling off to the side of the road and responding with a quick message that says, listen, I wanted to acknowledge I got your response. I am traveling at the moment. I can get back to you at such and such time. I am always lightning fast with my responses. I decided it was something I was going to be very good at. And it is absolutely part of my reputation with my vending business. People know when they get a hold of me, they can and they do. And I take care of the problem. I stop what I'm doing. I'll go service a location if it runs out early, which is always a good thing for me. That just means more money. Why would I not take care of them? And it all starts with a relationship as I'm growing my business and finding good locations. I'm responding right away. I'm scheduling meetings. I'm making sure that when i'm going to the meetings that i've double confirmed to make sure that they're ready for me because i know i don't work in an office five days a week like most people so i don't always have the same experience like my data doesn't get blown up like some people's do in an office where they've got to push aside meetings quite frankly the vending guy is one of the low men on the totem pole i'm gonna get bumped so i always double confirm my meetings i show up a couple minutes early very friendly with the front house staff, uh, whoever's check you know, the administrators or people at the front desk to let them know who I am and, and what I'm doing there. And I make sure that I'm setting a really good first impression. And after that meeting, I'm very aggressive about my, my responses because I'm using the momentum of the good feelings we got from that meeting of that good fit where I'm really interested in engaging their business. I'm going to use that momentum to ask for the sale To move forward and to schedule an installation date. I also used the momentum of a bad meeting. So I did this a couple days ago. I went into a location; they were really excited to work with me, but they needed way more equipment. I grossly underestimated the size of the business. It was actually a small part of a bigger campus of a business, and they wanted to go all in. And they really liked me. I just didn't have the buckets of money to go buy dozens and dozens of large pieces of vending equipment. So I had to turn it down, but I used the momentum of that good feeling and the fact that they wanted to work with me to my advantage because I told them I can't take care of them right now because they're just too large. However, I'd like to stay in touch because if I do get large enough to be able to service them, I want to give them a call back. In addition, I left them my catalog and my information and told them that I'm always looking for referrals So you all are a little too big. I didn't realize you had 1,400 employees on a city block with giant buildings. That's my fault for missing out on my research. But I'm always looking for businesses of around 75 people looking for better coffee service. And if you happen to have friends or family or networking group people that you think would be a good fit, I would love the referral. And I'd love to refer your business. And that's another thing that I use to my advantage. I know what my vending route businesses do. I have their cards, I've learned their their uh, service offerings, I have their brochures, and I commit, and I regularly do refer those businesses to people when I hear need. So if I have an insurance company that insures big manufacturing facilities, and I go in and, and I meet someone in a manufacturing facility, I bring up that, that company on my route and I refer them. And then I check in with my contact to let them know, hey, by the way, I talked to Bob Smith over at Smith Manufacturing they're actually looking for someone like you, I referred them, just want to make sure you knew so that if they reached out, it wasn't just on a whim. You know, they're really looking for you. And all of that momentum from being really responsive and working with my locations like a true partner and having a really good time and making sure I'm always taking care of them leads to making sure that my growing process is really straightforward. I'm adding five locations to my route right now. I really started this week. I've had two meetings. I've got another one early next week. And I really think I'll have all five placed here within a couple days. It doesn't look like it's going to be very hard, which is going to lead me to believe that my wife and I are going to have another conversation pretty soon about, let's go get another five. Let's keep the good times going. Let's keep the dice on the table or whatever other uh, you, you want to use. Let's keep the the success that we're, we're having. Let's keep our momentum moving forward. And I hope this has been helpful to you. I, I hope... Some of the successes we've had have been inspiring. I hope that maybe this gives you some ideas of ways that you can build your momentum as you get going, as you uh, seek to maintain your business and operationalize, and then as you expand. And if there's ever a way I can help, please let me know. Leave it in the comments. Shoot me an email. Go out to the website at beabettervendor.com and let me know what I can do to help. I'm always looking for new topics of new conversations of new things to talk about, and I'd love to share your success stories. So for today, this has been Joe talking about building momentum on the Be A Better Vendor podcast. Have a great day.